Hey, you're listening to What Dot Rocks, God, the World, and Other Things. I'm Kenny Price, your host. Our mission, advancing equilibrium in the midst of an agitated world. This is Season 8, Episode 156. The title, Keeping Good Company. Subtitle, At Peace with the World, But Not Its Friend. In Matthew chapter 10, Jesus gives us this sober warning, that if we listen to it, absorb it, embrace it, peace will flow over our lives like hot chocolate over ice cream. In verse 24, Jesus says, A disciple is not above his teacher, or a slave above his master. It is enough for a disciple to become like his teacher, and a slave like his master. If they called the head of the house Beelzebul, how much more the members of his household? Friend, we should not be surprised, caught off guard, saddened or grieved when we are treated bad or unfairly because of our association with Jesus Christ. When our Lord was on earth, what was the treatment he received? Were his claims acknowledged, his instructions followed, his perfections worshipped by those whom he came to bless? No. The words of the prophet Isaiah written thousands of years ago foretold in Isaiah 53 that Jesus was despised and rejected by men, a man of sorrows and pain and acquainted with grief. And like one from whom men hid their faces, he was despised and we did not appreciate his worth or esteem him. As the sin offering of the Mosaic sacrificial system was burned outside the camp, so Jesus was tortured by crucifixion and died in shame for our sin outside the city gate on the hill called Golgotha. Outside the camp was his place. Cross-bearing was his occupation. Did the world provide him comfort and rest? Jesus said about himself in Luke chapter 9, verse 58, that foxes have dens and birds of the sky have nests, but the Son of Man has no place to lay his head. This inhospitable world afforded him no shelter. It cast him out and crucified him. If you are a follower of Jesus and maintain a consistent, Christ-like walk and personal behavior, you must expect the external manifestation of your spiritual life to come under the observation and scrutiny of people. They will treat it as they treated the Savior. They will despise it. Dream not that worldlings will admire you, or that the more holy and the more Christ-like you are, the more peaceably people will act towards you. They did not prize the polished gem. How should they value the jewel in the rough? If they have called the master of the house Beelzebub or Satan, how much more shall they call them of his household? If we were more like Christ, we should be more hated by his enemies. It is a sad dishonor to a child of God to be the world's favorite. Friend, let me say that again. This is a quote worth remembering, worth memorizing. It is a sad dishonor to a child of God to be the world's favorite. It is a very ill omen to hear a wicked world clap its hands and shout, Well done, to the Christian man or woman. Again, this bears repeating. It is a very ill omen to hear a wicked world clap its hands and shout, Well done, to the Christian man or woman. You and I should begin to look at our character and wonder whether we have not been doing wrong when the unrighteous give us their praise. Let us be true to our master and have no friendship with a blind and vulgar world which scorns and rejects him. Far be it from us to seek a crown of honor where our Lord found a coronet of thorns. Let me say that again. Far be it from us to seek a crown of honor 
where our Lord found a coronet of thorns. We need to love the people for whom Jesus died, but we should not join in their sinful behavior. James 4 says, Do you not know that being the world's friend, that is, loving the things of the world, is being God's enemy? So whoever chooses to be a friend of the world makes himself an enemy of God. May Jesus be our best friend, and may we keep good company with him. And with that, my friend, I bid you peace. Peace.